There is always something new around this campus to Canton family. You go to the website and there's something new for you to read. Every morning you have college football filtered before you've had your coffee. Mondays you have Chasing the Natty. Tuesdays you have Canton Bound. Wednesdays you have Debbie Debate. Thursdays you have Canton Bound. We're going to end up filling that Friday. And then every single day you have the daily draft the daily draft report that that Dwight is doing is doing for the site. There is always something new. There's always something on the YouTube page. Go check us out. Get involved. Respond. Give us a rate and review on this podcast, but go check us out everywhere. We want to be in your ears and in your eyeballs at all times. But that's going to be our show for tonight. Apologies to Kirk Herbstreet. We ran out of time. We will get him rescheduled soon for Austin Nace, for Chris Moxley, for Matt Bruning. I'm Felix Sharp. Good night and good luck. Then during the season, the Saturday shows. That's right, Luke. That is right. It's going to be even bigger and better this year. It's probably going to be the same. It's probably going to be about the, about the same. I've really enjoyed my Saturdays off. I'm really not looking forward to I those do, coming I back, to. to be honest with you. We have so many people at the site now. I feel like I can I can just do one of the shows. Maybe <laughs> get away with that. Let's hope. But I doubt Chris, it. you're uh, muted. Chris muted. In case you didn't notice, I didn't mute myself during the show for the first time in a very long time. You saved it um, for the end. That was good. Yeah, I was I was good about it. Uh, I opted out of all evening shows. I actually I kind of enjoy it on Saturday morning. Like I go, this is what I do. This is my Saturday routine. I get up like between like seven and eight. Go grab a bagel, nice eggs, egg sandwich, and it's um egg sandwich, cheddar cheese, and the bagel has a little teeny, teeny layer of Duke's mayo. And I don't even like Duke's mayo, but when you put it on, yeah. It's the best. Don't worry, it's not open. No, it's not open. I I just, it's my prop, mayo. Um, But but it it is a delicious egg sandwich on a bagel. And so I've I become a big fan of those, and then I, I sit down on the mic and record for two hours. And I I've been doing the two hours all season, so I might uh I might change that up a little bit. Uh, but I'm definitely not doing. Oh, oh, beautiful! <laughs> How would you get those? Oh, uh, you know, just a little something something. Where's for mine? those listening? <laughs> I am wearing the be in the mail to you. To be honest, shirt. Which we are donating fifty percent of the proceeds to. I think we're selling fifty of these. Matt, you got to tell people where to find it. I think we're selling. You can 50 go of these. to viridianglobal.com. They are just the, on there today. They are, yeah, we know. We strategically allowed that to go live just about thirty minutes ago. Uh, you can go there. It is the very first shirt on our site. It is a again to be honest, Austin t-shirt for his you know very famous saying on the website get are we only doing 50 50 100 how many whatever we we're do doing 50, we're doing 50 we're doing 50 and 50 percent of the proceeds will go to the greater pittsburgh area food bank yes. all right oh, the greater pittsburgh area food oh. bank we Love know it. we know felix research yes, that we, to make sure we did we our research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we yeah. we i i have no i i order the shirt no idea where it is at all, I I think it's lost in the mail somewhere. Um, I've had but, this for like two weeks now. We've yeah, just been you, waiting you, for like the, the, there's some there's some mail guy out there with that shirt that's yeah, like probably it's like this awesome. shirt is awesome. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, 
It, no, I love. I, there you I go, love Felix. And Felix. Felix made the point to make sure that it was going to, um, like a bunch of the proceeds were going to yeah. a cause that 50%. you, you, you had a stake in. So it, it's actually a, a, a good positive story for us. Look at that. The problem is, is when you take a picture of it, the lettering is, oh no, it's right the right way. Okay. All right. So, um, okay. So again, go to Viridian Global. Dot com black slash look up it's, our campus no, no, it's, or you can go yeah, to the yeah, website yeah. you can go to the website and you can f- get your two these are going to go fast get your two be honest shirt 50 percent of the proceeds are going to the greater pittsburgh area food bank all right and i'm going to post this picture on twitter right now um and then we can talk about tapas is, is, do I need to purchase one of these? No, you can. I mean, you, we you will can get you, if you one. Want to. Yeah, I guess that's well, We just well, used your name. Is there one already on the, the way? To you? No. We didn't, okay. we didn't, we didn't really think. We didn't go that <laughs> we far. Didn't we didn't think that far. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> we, we were just trying to figure out a way to get you. Wait a minute. Are you? We, we are wanted you, you to say it on the show. Like, are you? Are you going to go buy and wear a t-shirt? Of course you. He's gonna buy Kelsey one too. You're, they're gonna both show up to Canton next year with just a two be honest shirts. That's amazing. Love it. I know you guys talked about doing that a while ago. Well, <laughs> you and you were supposed to say the catchphrase at some point today. I even told I you to. All, did yeah. You didn't nope. say it. Nope. So we were ready. I had it right show. here. Ready to go. I had it right here too. As soon as, you, right as, soon as well. you said it, we were going to cut the cameras and throw it on really quick. Yeah, and then my, just my, my early episode audio issues, I think, threw me off a little bit. I have no idea what was going on. Uh, how bad, how laggy was that? I was completely it, you frozen were, for like two minutes. Well, I, I think that we could hear what it is that you were saying. I think it was fine. I'll probably listen to it before I cut it up mm-hmm. and just to make sure it sounds okay. So. Are tapas overrated? I think tapas are overrated because just give me a real a plate of food. Don't don't give me a plate with three with three little things crackers on it. I don't I don't believe in that. I'm not paying for that. Give me a plate with some food on it. I'm a grown man. I like tapas. Oh, I don't you know would, if they're you overrated. Would like tapas. Yeah, you would I'm, like tapas. I'm, I'm bougie. That's all. I I only eat like small portions. Is that true? Caviar and um, escargot and never had caviar. You never had like, caviar, like separately mm-hmm. or like like I know you've had it, but like, what do you mean? Like you like you've never tried it like on things? No, I've never had caviar before. I don't believe that. I'm, mm-hmm. I heard that's all they serve on your yacht. <laughs> never had it. Never had it. Well, that's they don't nice serve thing. it on your yacht. I no. assume he just lets all the guests have it. He he doesn't take it for himself. That's you know, you're a good guy, Austin. The guy. the the supply chain shortages, man. You can't get this stuff anywhere. Oh, that probably is true. Actually, yeah. Matt is the. Uh, it's not on the website. Yes, it is. What on what website? Just, I'm on the website right now. Meridian Global. It's literally the very first shirt. Yeah, I'm looking at it okay. right now. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was looking at the. Okay, I was oh, looking at the camps to Ken. I don't know how to do that part. That's way above my pay grade. We're gonna have to get with Colin on that one. I have no idea okay. how to put it on our website. The merch was on there at one point. I think. Well, it is, but just not this particular shirt. 
Yeah, he wants like just the shirt, I'm assuming he's saying, on the website. Armani Winfield, collectively our wide receiver 46. I do you how do you all feel? I really like Armani Winfield. And I was watching him because I was looking at my notes. I don't remember watching him. I was looking at my notes on him. And I was sitting there watching. I was like, yep, all that stuff I was saying was true. Like, he is a good route runner. He's kind of explosive. Um, Trying to find where I have him. I'd like to see the write-up on him to see what somebody said about him. He's in my tier six. Hmm. Okay. I just went – sorry. I I, I don't know what you're talking about. So, I I just stopped back on. And I – as someone who – um, has wife who has to go into work early. I just, I just went and talked with her and she, she's like, you were screaming. What were you yelling about? And I told her that I was being bad cop tonight. And she, she said, can you be bad cop? Maybe just a little bit quieter. Next time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. So did can I, both be, me and Felix, you... both me and Felix saw <laughs> no. the same thing. No, this is a family. <laughs> saw, as soon as you said that, I saw Felix's face like, yeah, we're thinking the same thing. It's a family friendly show. Um, first of all, is it sometimes, um, but she, she asked if I could be bad cop a little bit quieter next time. Oh, I think Felix, uh, that was my first and only bad cop. Felix has admitted Luke that he at least knows who Michael Trigg is. I don't know. know I woke woke up to that message the next morning. (laughs) I knew I would. (laughs) Sounds like he's Michael Trigg gerd. Oh, <laughs> oh! But so why? Why do you have him so, as like your tight end forty or something, Felix? I mean, it's uh, well. I mean, we already know. Colin, Colin, Colin outed him on the show. So I mean, I didn't feel any need to move him substantially. Like you think that he's some sort of. I mean, you saw that much from him at USC, where he has to be. In the top, what, 10? You want me to move in the top 10? Yeah. I'm not. Is, How about that? He's literally the, a similar athlete to Troy O'Meary. I don't know why you don't <laughs> like him. <laughs> Phil, Phil, that's a good question. I, was, I wanted to ask it on the show, but I didn't want to be, I don't want to be too, uh, too harsh. What's it going to take for Felix to disavow Troy O'Meary? He will literally no, have to get he will another to buy a No, I can tell you <laughs> it what it will take. It will take him going through a season healthy and not producing. I don't think that that's going to happen. So what I'm happens ex- if he goes through another season unhealthy? I'm excited for year six, Trail Mary. Yeah, no, because he hasn't gone no, through a three strikes in your Okay, three strikes in your own. Oh, thanks for your show. Okay, so we'll we'll determine this season. I was going to say I was excited for year six, Trail Mary that has like. 600 yards, but it's a bad passing offense, and maybe he has like a 21% dominator and crosses the threshold. That's that's the trail Miri that I believe in. It's that, funny looking at could... Michael yeah. Triggs ranking here now that we brought that up and where he's ranked for everybody but Felix. So we were like, why the fuck is he so low? <laughs> look at Felix. He said he's got him at like look at this. forty. He's he's tight in six for us, and and Felix, you have him at forty. Like that's how much you're you're dragging which, him down. Which to is six. literally our last tight end. Which is why I said yeah. Felix doesn't know who this is. He just put a yeah. one in that column and said, Fuck it. Michael yeah. Michael Trigger. So wait, hold on. Let's explain this. So the way our ranking sheets work, um, 
when you get a new player added to the ranking sheet, they're at the bottom and they don't have a rank. The way that you rank them <laughs> is you just put a one next to their name and then you can move them wherever you like. If you don't move them anywhere, they're just the last ranked player <laughs> on the sheet. And so that is why on uh, Campus Life earlier this week, or yesterday, I guess, Austin said that I just added a one next to his name and then didn't move him. No, I, I actually I thought I'm about wrong. it and I was like, 40. He's a tight end six for you guys? No, 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 no. He's tied in six in our consensus because you're dragging him down to six by having him ranked at 40. Well, I mean. He is, I think it's fair to say, yes, he is top five for everybody but you. Uh, Well, all right, Austin, I just posted your sexy face on the, uh, now everybody knows. If you're listening to this, you can go to my Twitter page. I'll retweet it from the Campus Camp page where you can find the to be honest shirts, we're only selling 50 of them. Again, 50% of the proceeds going to the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, one of Austin's favorite charities. Austin, you had one job tonight. You had one sorry. job. I'm sorry. It's been a long week. Okay. What else? Talk one year one zeros that seems to be in the uh, the vernacular. Chris Moxley has the uh, he has the he has the data on that. Though. Yeah, he made it so much better. We are going to rerun the numbers just on CFF production and mm-hmm. see if it at least looks a little bit better. Like maybe you get a usable year out of Julian Fleming at the end of his career. You know, like. That kind of thing. We'll we'll, we'll rerun. What, what that is a year if... one? Uh, what is a year one zero? Chris, it's your it's your metric now. No, I I have gone out of my way to credit Austin in every way I can. I think I brought him up on the morning show like three times, and then yeah, I you, mentioned you took him the idea my... and improved it. Like, well, it's serious? not my idea though. It's, I I I can't take credit for it. I I really just uh, took it around with it. But I'm I personally am defining it as. The idea is that a freshman wide receiver needs to hit some sort of predefined statistical threshold for bare minimum production in year one. Those that don't hit those very low predefined thresholds become year one zeros. And so I I have I personally have eight different ones. I think Austin has three or was heading into the offseason with yeah. three. Yeah. Um, so mine's, mine's expansive and mine actually – um, is like a, a step advanced that I've been working on. It, it actually approaches a level of dynamism. So if you hit, the more you hit, I think the more dynamic player you are. So a guy like Jojo Earl, who wasn't like super productive this year, hit like five of them. And, and that's a guy who I really want to be drafting. And Brashard Smith um, as well at Miami was a guy who hit a bunch too. And I, I'm really interested in him. I didn't even realize I was until I saw this. And the more you hit, the better hit rate that you have. And so I have eight different categories that I'm using. Um, the big difference between what Austin and I are doing is I don't really use receiving touchdowns um, because of their level of randomness they have. And so that's the one I took away and I added uh, special teams work and rushing rushing work to um, 
because then it's a good alternative to get wide receivers in positions that you wanted to. And that, again, so like a Chris, I Chris, know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to break this up Best. so we can. So give us some, give us some players who we should not be rostering or who we should try to trade in light of the data that you found. Uh, a Jai Hall is a, a big one. Uh, Dan Colsey at Notre Dame, Cody Jackson, Oklahoma state, uh, Jaleel Farouk at Oklahoma, Kyron Ware Hudson, USC, Keytron Jackson, Arkansas. Like those are those are some higher end guys that I, I'm trying to avoid. I'm kind of split on two guys. Uh, Chris Hilton is one, and Jaden Ballard is one. So I know Chris Hilton hit for Austin, and I'm almost willing to excuse him because he had an 80 yard touchdown, and he didn't hit any of my metrics because I don't count touchdowns. But like that one play really impressed me. To, he missed to, a large portion of the season due to injury yeah, as well. Yeah. So I and think I those two factors combined. And I don't I don't discount for injury or anything mm-hmm. else. I literally just say, did you or did you not hit this? Like I am very um <laughs> open in my in my filtering of these players. So he's one that I'm I, I might make an exception to. Uh the other is Jaden Ballard at, at Ohio State, and that's just because it's Ohio State. Like I really have a tough time. Um making determinations about them after year one. And so I need to see more. I just need to see more data from him more than anything. Um, the more interesting conversation, this is what got traction on Twitter today was like the guys that I, I think I would draft. And, and, and so there's some interesting names and I, I um, at the high end of stuff, Brashard Smith, who um, I don't remember who wrote the profile for him at 24 seven, but he was comp to Tyree kill. Uh, and I think he 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 hit more than anybody else. Um, JoJo Earl was another one. Malik Neighbors, who I didn't expect to hit. Whoa, so time out. What, what about JoJo? What about JoJo? He hit five of the uh, eight thresholds that I have. Oh. Okay. And the only okay. only four players hit five or more. JoJo Earl. Okay. Brashard Smith, Malik Neighbors, um, Lorenzo Styles uh, at the Notre Dame wide receiver. And so those are guys that I'm super interested in heading into 2021, even if, and like, I don't know what their market share was. Like I, I don't care, but those are guys that are drafted at a super high rate um, currently. So those guys that Chris, I'm this is, prioritizing. This is something that you, I mean, this fits really well into an article, like, because mm-hmm. it's something that we can go back to and we can look at it year after year and update it. And, and not only that, but you can do an article on it. You can get a YouTube video or video. We can get a lot of content around yeah. that I, subject area. So I, I spend the whole, the, the college football filter this morning was like 12 minutes of this. And mm-hmm. like the, the data that I, I pulled down. And then I, I think I posted a thread on Twitter too, that you can, you can follow, um, which is basically just the same data, except on Twitter for people who, don't listen and want to interact with us and the, and the idea. Um, and I will get into an article basically just for archival purposes, just so we can update it each right. year and determine well, um, I mean, like Austin, how we're doing. Like, just, I mean, just think about it this way. Like this is stuff that if you think of the big picture, somebody's going to pull out Austin's zero QB article and say like, this is where we got the zero QB. Once that becomes part of the lexicon and then we can go back and, it'll be the same thing with this year one zero stuff. So, I mean, you got to put something in writing so that it becomes the source material that people return to and read it like a scroll. So, 
Yeah, that yeah that that's what we're gonna do. I think with a couple different things. Um, because last week, I mean, I talked about where to draft uh, CFF producers in relation to, um, like upside freshmen, and so like those are the topics I want to actually write down. I just I have them in a Word document currently that I just have a whole bunch of stats behind, and so I look at it and I'm like, ah. I want to get to some comments here in the from big wide receiver guy who just joined us. He said he's not a, an Amari uh, Armani Winfield fan. It looks like he the he was the worst wide receiver at the All American practices. Austin or Matt, do you guys have any thoughts on him? I had him ranked pretty low. Tier six, okay, is not that different from tier like I do six different tiers basically when I rank my freshmen. Tier one is guys that just like blow me away, like different there's not that much that differentiates necessarily from tier two you know what i mean it's just like one little thing here or there but tier six is like a guy that like i actively have disdain for and so that's why they don't slot into tier five and winfield slipped into that tier six so what um, brought what get what put him into that tier for you i don't see a lot of skill right now necessarily like i just i think it's going to take him at least two years to do anything in college Ball skills are like, nah, like he's not an amazing athlete. Like, I, I just didn't see anything to like hang your hat on at, at all, really. Like, very good, solid all around. Could end up being like a, you know, third or fourth year, like, you know, a, a contributing receiver there, but it's tough. Uh, comments making fun of me about my Michael Trigg ranking. Um, but here, this is a, another point from big wide receiver guy. He says, um, trade me your a guy hall shares is a guy hall. I mean, I think if he would have transferred away from Alabama, I would have agreed with that. If he went to, I wanted him to go to Miami. Um, if he would have, if I, if he would have went to Miami, it would have been somebody I was buying at least not maybe before Josh Gaddis went there. Is there an argument to be made Matt for a guy hall? I mean, he's got talent. I, I mean, I think Austin was the one who brought this up. I don't know if it was on the campus live pod or on Debbie debate At, uh, during the national championship game. Like when he went in, like Bryce Young targeted him a ton. If he gets on the field, even with the drops and even hit with him not looking great. I mean, he still had the one big play. If he gets on the field, I do think he'll still get targeted a lot. I mean, I know that Chris and Austin are still working through the 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 theory on what they were talking about with the, with the zero ones and all that stuff. But I mean, would it really be that surprising knowing how much we valued hall and how good we think he can be if he goes out there and smashes next season in that offense. And then everybody's going to be back in on him. Now, granted, we'll see what happens after they lose Bryce young, but I mean, yeah, the, I, I kind of agree. Like I'm not out on him. I think I still, I can pull it up. I don't think I dropped him that far. I know Austin dropped him pretty far. Here's here's how I feel about him. If we had to rank the year one zeros, DeMond DeMoss, Julian Fleming, you know, uh, a guy Hall, I think he would be definitely at the top. The problem is, is that he's not going to play next year either if everyone's healthy. It's going to be JoJo Earl in the slot, and it's going to be Jermaine Burton and Ja'Cory Brooks on the outside. So he's got to help yep. hope for – an injury to really get playing time. And, you know, once you get into, once they get into these tight games, we saw it this year. We saw it this year where early in the season, you know, they put JoJo Earl on the field to return a punt. They'll, they'll 
get some people involved. But as the season goes on, that playing time starts going away. They start trying to win games. And you see Jamison Williams is playing the entire game. Slade Bolden is playing the entire game. They didn't believe in Jaleel Billingsley, so he got in some, but it's really Cameron Latu. I mean, they don't – they stop playing around once they get into in-conference play. And if 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 a guy Hall is not a starter – then he's going to, and, and there are no injuries and he's going to be a year to zero. Yeah. I, so with hall, it's not just an on field issue either. Like there are very, very well documented reports of his off field. Um, malfeasance. Sure. Yeah. Malfeasance. If we want to put it that way of being uh, an issue, like I talked about it on here a couple weeks ago. You don't go to five high schools in four years if you're like a, a like a non problematic player. Like he, I don't even think he was he played a snap at IMG Academy. I think he was there for like three months or two months. Like he is not a player who was going to fit well in any sort of structure. I think Alabama is really a bad fit for him. To to be frank, and I I don't want to again don't want to speculate on stuff that I don't have first like firsthand knowledge of, but. There are a lot of there's a lot of smoke, I guess, to the fire that he is not. Well, um, he's actually commented on that in print. He's been interviewed about yeah, it. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but when I wrote the transfer and, and article, his dad. yeah, they talked about the perception of him as a player when he was coming out of high school, and I think that that played into him not transferring to from Alabama. He should have absolutely transferred away from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's not going to play again because he wanted to. You know, he was worried about the perception. I don't know why he is, because like I'm not going to reveal my sources. Da, 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 whatever that means, but um, you know, I, I feel like we have it on pretty good authority that he is very disliked among um, um, among the Alabama population, like like the school population, Student body. Like the whole state. The student body does not like, like a Jai Hall. Montgomery County I, just Montgomery, yeah, Montgomery County doesn't well, they might not, not like know. a Jai Hall. They probably don't, to, to be honest, because they're so ride or die. But he is the off the field issues really concern me with him. Like it is not something I, I'm taking lightly. And I actually want to underscore the year one zero thing like a little bit more. Top top twenty four finishes. Right, so a wide receiver two players who were a zero one year one zero using my criteria, and you can find that on Twitter or the video I posted on YouTube today, which you should like and subscribe to the Campus Scan YouTube. Um, six year one zeros have hit that top twenty four threshold of two hundred seventy two point two percent. So you could say like, oh, I believe in Ajay Hall; he's going to be in that two point two percent, but like it's a really low population and it's like a really bad bet you're basically saying okay well 98 percent of them are wrong and this is only top 300 recruits like i'm not looking at guys who are scrubs i'm looking at guys who are like legitimate like five four star guys um there's like a lot of data that indicates like this is a legitimate thing to to look at and it's very rare that an injury forces somebody off of that pedestal that wouldn't be on there otherwise Uh, the only instance that i have of of it is dk dk metcalf that's the only mm. instance I have that is a year one zero who hit long term and wasn't wasn't healthy. So and DK, yeah, I was gonna say DK was pretty injured and in, in, yeah. he had like a really freshman, significant but... neck injury. 
Yeah, like neck a really significant yeah. neck injury, neck back. Like it was, it was a legitimate concern heading into the NFL too. And like it, year one and year two, he was sidelined by it. But he, so he would be a year one zero for me, but not for Austin because he got two passes, thirteen yards, two touchdowns. So okay. I, I I wouldn't count him personally, but I was gonna say he didn't come up on mine. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I was gonna say like he he had got two touchdowns. So I'm wondering if I need to raise the threshold to two touchdown receiving touchdowns. Just thinking out loud. Go get your shirts. Fifty percent of proceeds. The Austin, to be honest, shirts. Fifty percent of the proceeds going to the Greater Pittsburgh Community. Food bank. All right. Good night, everybody.